Hi everyone, I'm sitting here with Adrian from Spiral Dance, hanging out at her house after having gone to the English Ale last night um, here in the Adelaide Hills. It was a really fun night. We had a procession um, with some huge giants that, were, that people have created and um, there was a green man and Morris dancers and people playing traditional instruments. And earlier in the day there was more Morris dancing and Punch and Judy show and and then there was a play and all, all kinds of fun things. We burnt a wicker man. It was a really amazing day of festivities and we ended it with a nice little concert, some local talent and headlining was Spiral Dance and it was a great time. So I've been having a really fun time here. Um, yeah, doing all this folky, old worldy English stuff and it's been really cool we've been having a great time so yeah i just wanted to invite you into a chat with adrian and yeah just hear about your journey hi julie hello <laughs> enjoying a red wine and recovering from the english ale yes big day it was indeed do you want to tell us the story of the english ale well many many moons ago i moved to the uk searching for my ancestral roots yes and I got tied up with Morris dancing, which is the traditional dance form of the United Kingdom. Um, and I fell in love with a lot of the, the village customs and traditions that were happening so, over so there. So if people don't know what Morris dancing is, how would you describe it? Morris dancing is done... Everyone would know what Morris dancing is, surely. You think? But... I, I mean, I probably wouldn't have remembered what it oh, was. Okay. So um, if anyone hasn't, I'll just say it's with the one with the bells on the legs and the sticks and, and the, the hankies flowers and in their hats. It. And, it's and there's lots of different folky. sorts of Morris. There's, yeah. there's Cotswold and there's, there's Border Morris and there's North West Morris. Okay. And... What's the difference? It's where they came from, the, the areas they but came it, from. But does it look Kingdom. different? Yeah, like it does. A, oh, yeah, okay. it does. Yeah, yeah. The stepping's slightly different. Okay. And costumes Just are for a trained eye, or you can. No, no, no. It's very obvious. People. Actually, very okay. obvious. Yeah. So Cotswold, Cotswold is usually with hankies and bells and flowery oh, hats, okay. and it's a, it's an in the air dance where the board is more of a, a, a foot stomping dance. So I cool. went to the United Kingdom, and I was looking at a lot of the village customs and traditions. And while I was there, I got involved with a chap called Keith Leach, who runs the Hastings Jack in the Green celebration, which is a May Day custom. It starts at the 1st of May, and they dance up the dawn, as all Morris dancers do. It's the most important day. Dance in the spirit oh, of summer, okay. which we can't really do here because yeah. it's, it's the opposite. But we still get up and dance at dawn regardless. Why, well, we can't do it here on May Day? Well, we don't, well oh. the, 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 idea of the, the idea of the tradition of dancing on May Day is to dance in the spirit of summer. So it's a northern yeah. hemisphere custom. Mm -hmm. There's no point doing it here because we're going into winter. Yeah. But, but why, why wouldn't you do it at, like, the beginning of spring, like, you because know, like I Halloween think, time? Well, because I think because so many Morris dancers and teams that started up here just oh, follow okay. the European customs. That. But okay. we dance on May morning here, but we do it to welcome in the winter. Hmm. That's why we do it. My team, Hot for Joe, does it. Okay. So while I was there, I got involved with um, the Hastings Jack in the Green, and my partner was one of the bogies, the green bogies that, that followed the jack. And they would have pageant giants and hobby horses and the flaming torches. And and I got really, really excited. My imagination got really fired while I was there by that. So I came back to Australia and uh, I started the band Spiral Dance. And I always wanted to have an event where we had something like that. Mm. And the first step in was my partner Graham started the Fair Geezers Mummers Players. Okay. And mum, 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 mummers are a traditional play of life, death and rebirth. 
and it's English and they're traditionally, they, they go around the cold time of the year. There's mama's plays happen throughout the winters and things like that. So it took a little bit of time to uh, get things organised and we started a thing called the English Ale, which um, it was interesting choosing the time of year because a lot of the celebrations we wanted to do, some were winter customs, like the burning of the wicker man and um, oh, okay. that's an autumn, yeah, and um, uh, the mama's play. But there was also the spring-summer customs that we wanted to incorporate, which was the um, uh, the Jack in the Green, mm. um, and various things we have um, there. I had a few wines. Yeah, I can't right. Remember. So um, I have to look at my program to remember. <laughs> so we decided to do it at a time of the year in the Adelaide Hills when we moved back into the green. So basically we've gone through this long, oh, hot summer. Okay. yeah. And the first of our winter rains come, which is usually in April, beginning of May. Yeah. And the hills become very green again. Wow. Life comes back oh, into I the love hills. That. So we kind of, to me, that's how I kind of reconciled in my head that we could do both winter yeah, and summer that's traditions. That's really interesting. And celebrate those customs. And basically, everyone that comes, we all we're all Anglophiles. We love all that those English customs. So. Right. We do those. So during the day we have the Morris dancing, we have Punch and Judy, uh, we, we dress the Jack, as you saw, we dress the Jack. Mm. Um, we have the beating of the bounds, so we, we, we mark mark our area of our another very old custom, we do the beating of the bounds. And then we have the procession and we take the pageant giants out and they are from very their spring customs and summer customs okay. and, and also... So it's that. just you've just picked all of your favourite parts of yeah. all of it and just said, yeah. we'll do it on one day. Yeah. And, we've put and them made it in. make and sense. Yeah. And then we, That's we, really have, yeah, and we burn a wicker man. So yeah. there we go. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, because I heard some people talking about like they didn't quite know what it was about and I really wanted to yeah. be able to help. But I yeah. was a bit unsure as well yeah. seeing these, yeah, like both the winter and the summer things. Yeah. I love that how you've made it. Um, yeah makes sense for here for as here well for the land here, absolutely yeah that's really great yeah because yeah, like um and we there were also some talks at the um at the thing yesterday just telling everyone um and we had a lady called bev lane come and talk about um connecting with the land and um yeah she was saying that we need to listen more to what the yeah. land is telling us that we need to do and i think that's what you're up to isn't it yeah. that that um and it's funny, to... where, where we have it every year, I really feel, I feel like the land loves it. I feel yeah. like, and it's funny, like everyone, every year we go, it's going to rain. It's going, every year we have been so lucky that we have <laughs> Don't had... jinx it, don't jinx yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think, we, no, but I don't think we will. <laughs> no. I don't think we will. I think it's meant to be. It's, yeah. it's meant to be, you know. Yeah. It's, it's right where it is and and it's a lot of work but it's lovely you know you know at the end of the night we're all so tired because we've all been doing so much you know for 24 hours but I you know I go to the bonfire and we've got like 300 people gathered around that wicker yeah man. it was amazing and I just look at everyone's faces and they're absolutely joyful and yeah. I think how beautiful is that especially when we've had this lovely druidic ritual you know for peace for the land which originally we were thinking oh you know it's 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 an open event for people so it's not it's not like on private land just for pagans. Anyone no, can come. No, yeah, yeah. It's there an was, open event. Yeah, so many people and from everyone, the community obviously came it. down. They really, really yeah. love it. And I think that's that's a really good, that's a very healing thing too. Yeah. And it, yeah, it makes people yeah, think there was, a little bit. There was one moment where, um, where I was standing next to some people who'd obviously had no idea what was going on. And they said there was a, a character that was red and he had horns and he oh, looked quite tennis, terrifying. Tennis. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah um, but the person that was standing there with that... Um, that giant 
um, that somebody said, oh, I think it's a devil. It's a... Because he know. is very devilish and, looking. Yeah, he does look devil. Yeah, yeah, but then the, the person had the opportunity to say, oh, no, it's actually, this is a Welsh fire god. It's, you yeah, know, yeah. and explain that that it wasn't anything to do with that. And I think that's a really nice place yeah. for the yeah. community to find that conversation yeah. through something non-threatening and, yeah. you know, right there with people to answer and I think questions. There's something, I think there's something in the, <clears throat> the procession and the bonfire for everybody, yeah. whether they're kids or adults or old people, they kind mm. of, meaning me, or by old people, um, there's um, something for everybody, you know, they, they, they go away with it remembering something really magical from it, which is yeah. really, really great, yeah. yeah. Especially when Petal, our big 12-footer, comes out, you know, yeah. she's, she's beautiful, she's really lovely. And, yeah, so and I, 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 every year, I remember the first time we took, we took the giant out, she was our first pageant giant, and she took a while, while to build. Don't mind me. Are you playing with your numbers? I'm just, oh, sorry, I'm just checking that it's okay. Oh, it's working away? Yeah. <laughs> um, the first time we took her out, and I think must have been about, I think it was probably about 10 years ago we took her out. And, and I remember when we were building her, because she's paper mache and just clothes and, and metal in the daytime, Yeah. you sort of go, oh, when you take her out at night. Well, you she, don't think she's good enough? Well, no, no, no. It's just... It, in, the, just... in the daytime, it's just a, it's just a material thing. Oh, it's right. It's just a thing. Yeah. When she's built and the torch is going and the drummers start drumming and the torchlight's lit and the porter gets inside her, she comes to yeah, life. Yeah, she did. She, she was a whole life. other thing. And she, you look up her and she's absolutely beautiful. Yeah, and every time, I, every time I see her, my <laughs> eyes just well More up than. and I think, wow, isn't yeah. she fantastic? Amazing. And then 12 foot of this big woman goes yeah. marching down the road with the Morris and the hobby horses and the drumming. So it's very yeah. exciting. I yeah. loved how she just looked like, like there were these huge trees on the side of yeah. the procession way. Yeah. And she was just like her head was almost brushing them, you know. Yeah, they they yeah. were so big, and so was she. Yeah, yeah. And we've, there's She's been things throughout Australia, like I mean, there's Woodford and various other festivals that have. And I know that they, they have sort of gianty things going on, but she's the actually, I think she's Australia's only pageant giant. I think. Okay. With a, with a porter inside, yeah, as, right. in, as is a tradition in the United United Kingdom and in, in Europe, the pageant giants had porters. When I lived in the UK, there was a a big guy, big guy with a. He was built by a group called. Um, um, they were they were was that might have been goth I can't remember the name of the, the group that built them but um, he was Gog Magog and he was a twenty four footer and he took six guys inside him to porter him he was massive and I remember him marching up and down Covent Garden but they couldn't get him very far so yeah right but but Petal only has the one porter as do the other smaller giants Rufus so, and Tannis um. So is there a meaning behind every one of them? Because there was Tannis as, as a well, deity, right? But is well, basically, are any of, of the other I ones? Think, I think giants were built uh, traditionally. They were they were an expression of the village they came from or they were, they were for protection around a village. People in towns and cities, people built them for various reasons. Like in London, there was Gog and Magog at the gates of London. What does that mean? Is that like mother and father? Is that what that means? It might do, yeah, mm. but I know there's Gog and Magog. There was a tour yeah, of them. Yeah, I know so. there was just, they, in Glastonbury, there were two trees and then one was called Gog and one was called Magog. Maybe for protection so. or something, because I know there yeah. were, they, I think traditionally these giants were at the gates of London. I have, mm. to, I have to go back and read my books. It's been a long time since I've looked at that. Yeah. But, so Petal was built in the... Um, as an effigy for um, basically uh, Helen Lyons, who was a very good friend and an amazing woman in the pagan community who passed away a number of years ago. Oh, okay. And she was blonde with big so breasts and stuff. So Yeah, so, story. Uh, yeah, and her nickname from Trevor, her partner, was Petal. So we mm. built this 12-foot giant and called her Petal, which we kind of thought was funny. Nice. And then there's Rufus. Little Petal. Mm, and Rufus is like, he's a forest <laughs> god, so he comes, he's the other giant with the antlers on and the... Oh, uh, yeah. He's the, yep. probably the second, he's 
the second biggest one. And then so he's got, like a horn god kind of. He's like a forest, Kananas yeah, and he's yeah, and he's got like the fox fern. skin on, and yeah, yeah he's a, he's a, a forest god kind mm. of effigy. And then you've got um, Tannis, who is the fire god, who's just well, what would, fire is such a yeah, you know, ferocious so, yeah, energy, and he looks like yeah. that. And we've had people going, oh, I can't stand that scary bloody devil, and it's like, oh, so it is kind of interesting. Yeah. And then we've got the Jack in the Green. We've introduced the Jack in the Green now. Traditionally in England, what would happen at the May Day Jack in the Green celebrations is they would slay the Jack to release yeah. the spirit of summer. Mm -hmm. So we have our Jack, but we don't slay him because mm, okay. it's winter we have to go through that but it's a green time yeah. so so we have him as well and then we have that we've got the two hobby horses as well so that that accompany them and all the geezers that go along the geezers yeah the geezers g-u-i or geysers <laughs> so they're people in disguise oh, okay yeah disguise yeah disguise as geezers <laughs> and they're the ones that, that, that they wear rag coats and they wear masks and they carry the torches and they are the they are the guardians and the um the people that that walk along and look after the giants as they possess. Yeah, also right. crowd control. And yeah, <laughs> and and answering good questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. so that's it. And then we they go to the bon Yeah, and we yeah. all go to the bonfire site. Then and we have the ritual, and then we burn our wicker man. Yeah. And every year they light him in a different way. So this year they had the the rope with a paraffin on it and the spiral and set yeah. fire to that. That was really cool. Um, the first the, one of the years they had a they had they made a man a little walking man out of rope. And the two people that carried him were totally blacked out. They had mm, black I've seen them. those. Yeah, and, they've set, and he walks up to They them. make it out of wire yeah. and it looks like a little burning yeah, person yeah. comes up and jumps but he's on all, it. he's all rope and, yeah. he's kind, and, they, and he fell onto the wicker man yeah. and lit him. And last year I just think they uh, had the boys swinging, just swinging like those. Lasso. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. they were kind of like, you know those chains with the burning things on them? Oh, okay. That the fire dancers use? Oh, boy, they, yeah. Yeah, they were swinging those and they flung that into the oh, canal. Wow. So every year they... They're fabulous, the boys on the, the Wicker Man team. Every yeah, year they're kind cool. of thinking, how can we do it this year? So it's, it's really exciting. Yeah, mm. it was really interesting yeah. and effective. Yeah. And yeah. So, um, yeah, what's the Wicker Man story? I mean, I, I've seen that movie, but oh. obviously we didn't burn <laughs> anyone in it. It wasn't an offering well, of that sense. We from, And yeah. there was the wishes thing yeah. as well. So we made this big wishes circle yeah. and everybody bought a little bit of wood and a feather and we, we wrote yeah. our... Wishes on it. And, well, yeah. uh, Wicker Men, I mean, there's there's so much written about Wicker Men, isn't there? Like, they say, the Romans and the Druids built, burnt people in them. And, yeah. But I think... Is, it, for, is that a continuing folk tradition, though, in England? Is that right? Yeah, but I think it it's, sort of... it's done for a different reason. I think we have to look at... Our, we have to... For me, it's it's my, it's my modern Druidry. It's where we are today. Mm -hmm. And for me, we build these, these effigies and we... We light them and we send our wishes to the gods. We're creating new meaning for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And I, whatever it was, there's lots of stuff written about about um, the wicker men and what and they had animals in them, a sacrifice or whatever. And maybe they did. Mm. Yeah, maybe they did. Yeah. Um, and they might have built them for various reasons, but um, for us, that's you know we live in this not, day and age. Not, and what, we, not what we believe. No, yeah. So that's that's how I look at it. So I think mm. we put our wishes on it with all the you know, the things people have written out during the day with all the lovely decorations on them and we send them, we send yeah. their wishes to the gods. Which mm. is, yeah. And he went up pretty quick last night. Yeah. He really did explode last night. Yeah. That's I think he'd be drinking gin in the day or something. <laughs> <laughs> went off. Um, cool. One of the most amazing Wicker Men I've seen was at the Mercian Gathering in Great Britain. We played there a couple, uh, two years ago, I think it was, and um, their Wicker Man, he's quite amazing. He was probably a little bit bigger than the one we had, and it's on private land. So you've got this, and he's got antlers, and he's got a ginormous cock. It's just ah. fantastic. <laughs> and they hang, they hang gourds for his, for his testicles oh, underneath. Gosh. 
and people walk around and actually pin their wishes all over him. Yeah, but right. But they, they light him by, with arrows, flaming arrows. Yeah. And they just, you've got, I think it's about eight people stand back and they, they, they have their arrows drawn yeah. and they're all flaming and they light them and they send the arrows into him, right into his heart. Yes. And they send him off like that. But we can't yes. do that because we're on public land. Yeah, and it's hard if you miss insurance, insurance and, and everything, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a wonder you get the insurance for such a big fire yeah. as it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, we were very lucky being able to do that. But the, the, the Mercian guy, he was pretty fantastic, yeah. The Mercian guy? He was at the Mercian gathering. They had this gathering called the Mercian, and that's where oh, the... Oh, oh, the, the, the Wicker giant, Man yeah, guy. Yeah, Wicker Man there. Yeah, yeah, yeah cool. Yeah, which is yeah. really good. But it's, it's awesome. funny, people come along and they see Petal the giant, and they say, that you're going to burn that. We're going, oh, no, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. <laughs> But you're like slowly adding, like how many were in the first the very procession first, that the you did? The very first one would have, well, the very early processions was just hot for Joe Morris dances. Oh, okay. And a few so you just slowly torches. added a little bit And every bit more. year more people became interested. So now we have more Morris mm. teams and we have a couple. We had, we how had, many years has it been going? Um, this will be our um, uh, 16th year, I believe. Cool. Wow, that's nice yeah. and easy to count. So it started yeah. in 2000 then. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, and we've been at Mylor for the last eight years. I think we moved around a little bit because we needed to find the right place where we had somewhere we could have a procession, burn a wicker man, yeah, oh, it's and perfect. then have a concert. And in the daytime, yeah, I think my dog snoring is going to come out a little on bit. Cocker <laughs> spaniel snores. We've got a beautiful doggy sitting between us, <laughs> having a snore. Yeah, it's having a good sleep. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I was going to ask um, what. Has it reached your vision for what you wanted it to be or like how did you imagine it originally and has it exceeded I, I, that or has it? have you still got more to go or is it about yeah, what you wanted? That, that's really interesting actually. I mean for many years I got really frustrated because I really wanted a giant. I really wanted a wicker man and it was fine. It's really hard finding people that, that have... The vision to be able to do that, mm -hmm. and I, you know, I would sit and talk to people. And I would show them, show them, you know, videos from um, the top my time in the United Kingdom. They're going, oh, that's really awesome, and we'll do it. But it's not as easy as that. Yeah. And then we first, my friend, my friends um, who were artists built, uh, did petals. We talked about it, and they built petals head, mm -hmm. um, the giant's head out of paper mache. So we made her body out of poly poly pipe, and I made her clothes. And it was funny making her bras because we she had to have big boobs because Helen. Petal lions had big boobs, so I kind of made her bras by cutting out these great big circles, you know, of of, of material and and slicing them. And then how do you make a them. bra for a giant? Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was the first thing, and then yeah, it took a while, and I kept thinking, oh, it's not going to happen. Then I was really lucky. We decided to open the committee up. There was only about six on the original team, the the, the Al team, and I thought I'm just going to open this up and just see who wants to come in. And then members from the pagan South Australian pagan community came in, and now they're just brilliant. So we've got the the, the Wicker Man building team, which is um, oh, cool. uh, Darren 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 Scott, um, Terry Allen, and um, uh, Rob Holiday, and Tom Osborne. They're the, the giant builders. Yeah, because it's a uh, they, fair effort putting yeah, that they thing do, together. They do the Wicker Men. Yeah. Tom Thomas is my other giant builder. He's he's and we had the Murray Murray. I can't say this anymore. The Murray Floyd was um, the hooden horse that came in this year. She's based uh -huh. on a Welsh tradition. She was at the front of the procession. So oh, yeah. we now have her in as well. I forgot about her. So we have her. Tom Thomas did her, Rufus and Tannis. And Rob Holiday did the um, uh, Jack in the Green. Um, so slowly people are coming on board with and having great ideas with like the hobby horses and stuff mm. like that. I don't know how much bigger I want it to get 
I don't know. I or just more elaborate, maybe. I know you don't want it yeah, to be much bigger. It's no, about a good size, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It would be fun to. I'd like to add some. I'd like to add some more hobby horses and some more. I'd like to have more drumming in the procession and more oh, hobby yeah. horses in the procession. But it's finding people. But it's, so it's pretty much got there. Yeah, That's, yeah. I've yeah. always fancied a hobby horse. Remember the movie The Wicker Man? Remember that yeah. fabulous snapping dragon hobby horse? No. Oh, he was oh, brilliant. I haven't he had, watched he had it a, for a long time. He had a patchwork kind of dress on, and he was like a, a beautiful wooden snapping head. He was he was fantastic, and it, oh, I'd love to have something like that. It would be fabulous. <laughs> but, and but it takes a lot to do that. So it's finding the right people yeah. that can do it. But it's funny. I got a I got a, a message from one of the committee members this afternoon. She said, "Oh." Kim, who does all our graphic art artwork, and he just said, "I'm thinking I'm going to make a dragon for next year's procession." So that's going to be kind of interesting yeah. if he does it because it'll take about four porters and a dragon. If it's a long one, you'll need mm. a few, few porters. So we shall see. Yeah, cool. See. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get. You'll next have to come year. down next year and yeah. see. Yeah, there's always room for one more. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. So um, maybe we talk a little bit about spiral dance. You can. And you can. um, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, what inspires you with your songwriting and um, well, what you like to write about and, and yeah. why you write about what you write about? It just really depends, I think, on what, what gets sent to me, I think. Okay, yeah, like so you feel it's like a... Yeah, it's sent, a gift. Yeah, it is, absolutely. Like this. And given. sometimes like, I'll go for months without writing a song and think, oh, like at the moment, I really want. I want to write a song about a mermaid. Oh. I want it to be like a kind of a dark. Mm. I don't want it to be a pretty mermaid. I want it to be a mermaid. Like a selkie but, kind of. Well, a mermaid who gobbles sailors, yeah. basically. Yeah. And nothing's happening. Oh, okay. So, but I'm not panicking because I know when the time is right. Do you but, look to mythology for? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, sort of sometimes I read books and stuff like that, and there might be one little line that inspires me or something. Or sometimes I'll just be driving along, and a line of lyric will come into my head, or I might be walking in the bush with the dogs and oh, okay. something will start going round and round and round. Just little words and then you start humming yeah, them or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Some, yeah, just it, I could be doing anything. I, it just depends and it will just just happen. And So you don't just like go down, sit and go, I'm going to write a song now and start know, writing things some, down? It doesn't always work. Sometimes no. it does. Oh, okay. Sometimes so it does. whatever yeah, when it comes. Yeah, and sometimes yeah. I get a bit frustrated because I might go out into nature and I might sit out there and go, okay. Send it on in. Yeah. Fancy <laughs> the song now. Really and they're going, they go, no way, you're not having it today. <laughs> so, yeah, it just it just depends. So, and, and What some, do you do in moments like that? Like, what's your, like, I don't know. I just have to go You just it. have to wait. Yeah, I have to wait. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes people say to me, why don't you write a song about a vampire? I go, oh, that could be fun. Yeah. And something will happen straight away. Oh, yeah, it just, okay. It just depends. It depends what, yeah. When it's ready to come out, it just... Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I, yeah, I had yeah. this really interesting chat with Dave the Bard when he was at him. We were talking about, you know, creative constipation. And it's, it's that thing like when you've, when you've got a couple of songs sitting there because we were... Writer's block, I think some people... Well, yeah, creative constipation creative, is yeah, much that, yeah, more yeah. poetic. And, um, that, I think that's well more, done, more organic, isn't it? Um, and at the moment we're working on our next album and... I've got songs sitting there that haven't been arranged. So we've got we've mm -hmm. got five songs that we're in the middle of recording and ready to what go. What does arranged mean? You mean put to music? Or? Yeah, the, the, music, okay. the music's so there, the arrangement's there, they're ready to record, oh, okay. they're ready to go. Okay. And there's other ones that I've written the lyrics to and have a basic melody but we have nothing else. Have oh, to go. okay. I've got, to, I've got to then take them to the band and go, right. here's my next offering, we, 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 we'll make this happen. Yeah. You know? So sometimes when I get a bit of a bank up of things like that, 
I can't write anything else. Oh, okay. It, it'll, it's You've kind got of like to finish yes, it off. You get a bit of a backlog. You yeah. Know, you get backed up, so to speak. Yeah. So once, and then I know once those songs get arranged and they're birthed, I, I call it being birthed by the band. Yeah. Then suddenly it's like the next one will happen. And I, I can't say, and I talked to Dave about this, and he has a similar thing that happens like that too. So. And he does an amazing thing where he'll, he'll just go and spend a week in Wales or Scotland and he'll write yeah. a dozen songs. We're all different. That doesn't work for me. Yeah, right. I've tried. It doesn't work for me. Yeah. I have to, I have to wait for the moment to happen and it, I just have to – and sometimes it will happen when I'm really, really busy, like if my brain is like really focused on something. Like when I wrote um, uh, Goddess and the Weaver and uh, Man from the Stars, I was doing my anatomy and physiology um, getting ready for the exam. Oh, for your massage stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was, I was studying like crazy and like getting up early in the morning because I, I late night study work. Yeah. So I used to get up very early and study. And in the middle of that study, the songs came. Yeah, and right. They, they just about fell onto the page. Just when you needed to yeah. um, have some, yes, some distraction, about, obviously. Yes. Oh, I should have been thinking to, about, yeah. you know, trapezius. <laughs> it's and, funny how know. everything seems so much more important when you've got study to do. <laughs> I know. Everything else. Funny about that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so I don't know. I, never, I can never tell what the next song will be about, apart from when we did the album Over the Nine Waves. Yeah. Which I was never really happy with the production on that. But I, I was like, that, How many albums have you done now? Um... I think we've done about eight. I oh, think. wow. I think this might be the ninth one. Wow. Eight, eight, eight including the, um, eight including the um, uh, live one, I think. So okay. have each of the albums got a kind of feel to them? Like is there a story um, in each one or are they just whatever came to you at the time and just sort of encapsulating apart, that well, moment? Apart, well, sort of... funny enough, a lot of them were what happened at the time. Over mm. the Nine Ways was, was a story of... Um, um, and that's an album name? Yeah, so it's, it's about so it's the about, whole album is a story. Yeah, that's oh. with with songs and a narration. It's about oh, um, when uh, the Dedanon came to Ireland, and yeah. then it went into the time of Cahullan and the women that surrounded him and mm. shaped his life. Not that he was a very nice character; he was quite a violent character. But it was about all the women, like the Morrigan and his um, and Scour, the, um, the um, who taught him the art of warcraft and swordcraft. I should say not warcraft, swordcraft. So that whole album was about that. The last studio album was um, uh, through a Sylvan, Do Sylvan doorway, and that was that was kind of a bit of a yeah, more that's of a, what I've got. Yeah, it was a bit of more of a kind of a, I don't know, greenier. I don't know, I don't know. I, the, yeah, I, mm. I don't. I think it's just what comes at the time, what what songs we like at the time as mm. well. They just sort of happen. Don't yeah, know? and there's some songs that don't make it on there. We kind of go, oh, I don't know about that, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's always. <laughs> and in like... the early days, we had flute in. Yeah. And then in, in up to a couple of years ago, we had violin in. And now we, we, we've just decided we're just going to use accordion mm. um, and, and do more like we do live stuff now. Okay, as, so as there's changes yeah. musically. Yeah, because yeah. we've been going a long time. We've been around like 20, 1993 we started. So Yeah, right. <laughs> what's that? 23 yeah. years. Is that 23 years we've been around? Uh, we're an old band. Yeah, sounds are. about right. Yeah, we're one of yeah. the... Yeah, yeah. So, yes, yeah, so... So this yeah, this next one's got some nice stuff on it too. What, can you give us any spoilers? Oh, no. Well, um, <laughs> Wicker Man will be on there. That oh, okay, that's a great song. Yeah, that's been released as a single. We released that as a single when we went to the Mercy and Gathering um, in the United Kingdom to, for their burning the Wicker Man. And we Is it on it iTunes? Can people find it on iTunes? Uh, it's Yeah, it's on uh, Bandcamp and I think it might be on iTunes. Awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely worth checking out, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Wicker Man. Um, and... Um, 
a song I really, really want to, that I, I wrote a couple of years ago called Goddess of the Southern Land, and that's, so I really want that on there, which yeah. you inspired me for. I was no, inspired I, talking to you. you know, I, came away I loved from the, that one. I came away thinking, oh, Julie, you've, you've woken something. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, uh, so they'll be on there and other ones. <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> oh, I love it. Such a great song. It's um yeah. yeah if anyone if anyone's listening who um is interested in the Australian conversion of Druidry ideas and things and Celtic stuff and this was mm. so yeah she's talking you talk about the magpies and the she oaks and the yeah because I got to, I was, um, I was and going the, through the nature yeah. changes here yeah. in, at the Adelaide Hills oh, it's so just I... like to hear that while in yeah. the Adelaide Hills for the first time yeah that makes sense oh, and growing, and growing so up nice. having English ancestors and wanting to spend so much time in England and know that background yeah. and I went there and lived there and did that and coming home here and going, do I belong in this landscape? Do I belong here? Like, yeah. you know, so oh. that was, that, that song was written. I love it so much. Yeah. There's, oh. there's a few people that are, that are kind of let, uh, sort of, you know, playing with that idea of yeah. making the Celtic stuff yep. into the Australian landscape. Yeah. It's so nice. Cause I think the stories and the songs that people are telling are, are so much more powerful than just, yeah. ideas that we share like yeah. the ideas are good but the the stories will survive yeah. much longer yeah and yeah. the songs it's interesting isn't it? it's the hard thing when you when you've been born first generation born in a country and then and you're so connected to your parents and your grandparents and mm. you go and that stuff really speaks to you so you were born here were you? i was born here i'm yeah, first right. generation yeah my, my father was irish my mother always was English. I, always in adelaide no no no, no. I, I was born in tasmania oh right okay and i grew up in tasmania alice springs and new south wales and then came oh, over right. here so I've, I've i've had a moved around a lot and then i lived in the uk for a number of years so right. but i went to the uk to to ex and that was the reason i went over there was to explore that that Englishness, you know. Yeah, that, I, I that basically side. did the same yeah, thing. You know that feeling, yeah. and then you come back. I don't know. I came back here and went. I don't know if I belong here. How do I belong here? You know. Yeah. And for me, that until um, I did the Bardic course with Obod Bardic course, it, that really helped put my feet in the soil here, so to mm. speak. That that was it was a really good thing for me to do. And then Goddess of Sutherland was the the song that came out of that journey. There was lots of other stuff happened on that journey, but that was the that was the real. Thing for me it yeah so yeah it's obviously it's yeah. not a lot just of people yeah me it's obviously no, you're oh, obviously yeah. so much yeah. your own journey and it's interesting a lot of people hear that song and they go and even in america we played it i remember playing it in the uk and people go, and I, I met a couple of australian people that live in going that that's it that speaks yeah, to me you know that's the story yeah. of our experience yeah. here because yeah yeah, yeah so we we can't we're not indigenous no and we're not english I know it's very we're, hard. It's we've got to hard. negotiate this whole other yeah. place and this <laughs> whole hard. way of being and and trying to honour yeah. all of it at the same time, yeah. and be respectful to the traditions and yeah. the land and everything. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. interesting journey. Yeah, but it's it, amazing. It's good. Oh, it's yeah. my favourite part of life. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, you know, intellectually. <laughs> yeah. Um, how was I going to say? So, did you enjoy the owl? I did. Yeah, I had a great time. It was really good. So nice to meet more people from the the community. Yeah, and people that you, it's funny the old Facebook thing, isn't it? Like all these faces that you you sort of it's interesting. I was saying to people, oh, Julie Brett's kind of going. Oh, I've never met her, but I know her. We're friends on Facebook, <laughs> which yeah. was really cute. Which was really cute. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> That's really awesome. Well, yeah, I think um, yeah, I'm definitely going to come again. It was good. awesome. I hope bring other people, people with you. come bring along. More, yeah, bring more, more as people well. In. 
And if you're listening, I hope that you'll consider coming down. You hold it every year, right? We do. It's yeah. usually it's usually the second weekend. Sorry, the third weekend in May. Okay. But just depending where that where that falls. You yeah. Know, so. Um, and it's in Mylor. In the Adelaide Hills. In the Adelaide Hills. Yeah. yeah. Now, Julie, tell me, I hear you're planning something exciting for Sydney. Next oh year. yeah! Wow. <laughs> We've literally just been talking about it this afternoon, everyone. And <laughs> Adrian's cheeky grin. She just wants me to get my ass into gear. But um, we'll get your ass into gear. <laughs> the plan is to have a um a, a to finally have because it has been discussed many times before, but to finally put together a national gathering for Druids Down Under. Um, so that would be the Druids Down Under National Gathering, aka Dung. <laughs> it uh it won't be shit <laughs> excuse my language <laughs> but yeah so um that's in the works again um thinking it's about going to happen. it's going yeah, to happen we're thinking about oh we, we're yes we're tentatively booking in the dates we're making cunning plans we're yeah so that'll be somewhere around sydney and um yeah keep your Ear to the pulse, or your hand to the pulse. What do you say? You're ear to the ground. Yeah, listen out. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be on. So yeah, we're hopefully going to get together some, um, or we are going to get together some great um, musical acts and some um, speakers on druidry, and um, there'll be meditations, and it'll be in a beautiful natural setting somewhere with accommodation, and we'll have a market as well, and I'll be sharing my jewelry, and we'll find some other people who would like to be involved with that too. So it's going to be funky. Yeah, it'll be great fun. Spiral, Spiral Dance has agreed to come along and play. So that'll be great. If you would like to be involved, you can email me um, through my website or on Facebook. Um, you can find me at Forest Spirit Jewellery. Um, that's either on Facebook, Forest Spirit Jewellery, or um, on my website, which is www.forestspiritjewellery.com. Uh, www um, and jewellery is spelled J-E-W-E-L-R-Y. Um, and if you, yeah, and you can contact me um, through the contact tab on there. Um, if you want to find out what Spiral Dance is up to, um, how can they find out more about what Spiral Dance is up to? You're on Facebook too. I'm not going to tell them. No. You're not going to tell them. <laughs> they can find us at Facebook or they can find us at www.spiraldance.com.au cool. or Spiraldance on Facebook. Awesome. Or you can just email me, adrienne, at spiraldance.com.au. Awesome. Cool. Yeah, so they're definitely worth finding out where you can see the next because you move around sometimes, don't you? Where are you playing next? Oh, we're local. Next we're doing our winter solstice bash, mm -hmm. uh, which we do another winter tradition we have lots of winter traditions we do we do the english hour then we do our winter solstice and this year that is at the wheat sheaf hotel on the 25th of june uh in the city and we have a theme every year and this year's theme for people to get dressed up to is the stars of the silver screen nice i'm going as miss piggy Movies. And, oh um, yeah? yeah yeah and then our next gathering will be the wassail that we have in july so that sounds like so much fun yeah yeah Come to Adelaide, everybody. We yeah, do good stuff heaps here. of stuff going on. Oh, go on. Just before we finish, can you tell us what a wassail is? Tell them about the wassails. We go out. Or are you and getting we... tired? No, no, I'm good. <laughs> wassailing is a is a winter custom, and it's usually held on Twelfth Night in the counties of Somerset, 
and Devon in the United Kingdom and places in Wales too, I believe. And the tradition is to go out into the fields and to wake up the apple trees and to wish them and sing them into a good harvest of apples. And they do that in various ways, like firing guns into the as branches, you do. <laughs> to scare away the, the classiest evil, way of yeah, getting rid to of scare away the evil spirits. The spirits. We, use, we, use, <laughs> we use poppers, um, dipping pieces of toast in cider and hanging it from the branches, and pouring cider onto the uh, roots of the tree to libate the the earth. Awesome. Some, but some people would just prefer to drink the cider. But it's good fun. On the, it's a, on the it's a good spirit. fun traditional yeah. folk festival yeah. sort of. And we sing thing and to we, experience. We sing, we play music, and have a great yeah. time, and we have a bonfire. And people stay overnight. Yeah, they yeah. do. Yeah, they camp. It's freezing cold. Yeah. I take my hot water bottle and my fluffy Ugg boots and I look very gorgeous running around like that with my little hot water bottle tucked inside my top. Cool. But it's great. So <laughs> come and join us at the Wassail. Awesome. Sounds fantastic. Um, what else was I going to say? Ah, what's wrong with my memory? I haven't had oh. enough sleep. <laughs> oh, yes. And we also found out today, yesterday this weekend that we are both going to be presenting at the next yeah. Australian Wiccan conference on yeah. different things. Yeah. Um, Adrian's going to be doing, are you ready? <laughs> Adrian's going to be doing an awesome talk. With Casey. With Casey, with Guy Casey. Stevenson, we, who we need to double Actually, check it's all right. Casey, if you're listening, <laughs> you've been roped in. Um, yeah, on um, Bardic Magic. So that's going to be really great. I'm looking forward to it. And what are you presenting? So, and I'm presenting on um, the – it's uh, called A Wheel of Two Life Cycles. So just exploring um, in further depth the idea of maybe in Australia we should have two times that are about in, – in our Wheel of the Year that are about death and rebirth. So I've talked before about um, – wheel of the year seasons but I this is taking it fabulous. taking it into <laughs> a different really a different level um yeah where we talk about two life cycles like a you know a, a child who grows and then different different parts of a life cycle through the year and imagining they're two instead of one so Very nice. get into the details cool. of that yeah cool. so the australian Wiccan conference is in september and if you want to find out more about that you can find that on facebook or yeah. they've got AWC, a website too awc 2016 or yeah um, yeah, and go on there and contact um, uh, Fiona. Yeah. Who's running it? Yeah, cool. that's going to be a great fun time. So, yeah, that's probably when I'll see you next. And, um, yeah, thanks so much for having a chat. I'm sure it's going to be chatting with me. Fun for everyone to listen to your interesting stories so <laughs> <laughs> and hear a little bit more about it. So, thanks heaps. It's Cheers, been Jill. good. Thank you. Okay.